Welcome to the Free Lawyer Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Miles. The Free Lawyer Podcast is designed for the lawyer, entrepreneur, or professional who is in some way unfulfilled, stressed, or stuck, and is looking for something better. We will discuss various blocks that limit us from achieving the personal freedom that we all desire, but have not yet fully experienced. And we will give actionable steps to free yourself from them. Are you looking to achieve a new level of success? If so, this podcast is for you. Hey everybody, thank you for joining us today. I'm so excited to have with us Megan Sinise. Megan uh, was a, a big law marketing and business development director with years and years of experience in business development. And, you know, we, we've talked on the podcast before uh, about how business development isn't easy for we lawyers. We go to law school, we learn how to be lawyers, then we learn how to practice law, and then we find out we're supposed to build a book of business and we have no idea how to do it. So, Today, I want to bring to you someone who is truly an expert in that field. Megan, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much. It's beautiful Friday and uh, just super excited to be here. Always happy that anyone wants to hear anything I have to say. So Awesome. Well, <laughs> we sure do. Megan, tell us a little bit about your professional journey, what you've done and what you've transitioned to. Yes. Thank you. So it's... we. Uh, where do I begin? I can, I'll go backwards first. So started off in, in accounting um, with a big four with KPMG, uh, left KPMG and joined what went into the world of, of big law, never had really known that business development and, and marketing existed in professional services. It's not something people kind of sit around and dream of when they, you know, what do we, what do you want to be when you grow up? I uh, went to uh, a couple of other firms. So every I was at McDermott. Um, then I was at Sherman and Sterling. And my last firm was Pillsbury. And now I have a three-month-old company called Stage with two um, business partners. And we all left the firm together and opened our own business. Um, so, so the three been... of you worked together at Pillsbury? Yes. And so you we, all worked in like business development and marketing for the firm there? Yes. So the three of us worked together for um, six years and then we launched this business. We left as a unit and launched our business together as co-equal partners. Uh, when we were in-house, there was a slightly different structure. I was, they love when I say this, I was just the baby of the, <laughs> of the group. Um and so we we left together and we formed a business together. And as far as we know, we believe that we are the first kind of team to leave a big law firm and launch our own business. You know, there's been other firms or other um, consulting firms where people have worked together at maybe at a, other iterations and then come together kind of years later. But we believe we're the first firm that left, kind of plopped from one place and start gotcha. their own thing. Well, I think that's really nice because the three of you have worked together and you know each other and you understand each other. And that's great. Tell us uh, the name of your new business and tell us what you do. Yes. So the name of our business is called Stage. It's a play on words. Um, we Lawyers love words and we love lawyers. And so <laughs> it is about staging lawyers for success and whatever it means for them. 
And it's kind of touching on exactly what you were saying at the beginning, which is lawyers are thrust into now your partner, congratulations, particularly in big law, like pay us all this money, pay in to become a, a partner, and go get business and eat what you kill. And you have a lot of lawyers kind of sitting around being like, I don't know how to do that. And some do. That's great. Most don't. And our business is really focused on helping lawyers build their book of business and in a way that feels authentic and comfortable to them and whatever that strength is. So we are a legal marketing and business development consulting woman-owned shop. Wonderful. Do you concentrate in supporting female lawyers or lawyers of both genders? I mean, of course, both, but we have a, a soft spot for uh, for women lawyers. We really want, I mean, part of the reason for the launch was to focus on people who don't necessarily get all of the resources and what our sweet spot or where I really like to kind of spend my time is that like, we call them baby, like the baby lawyer, the, the lawyer who just became partner and maybe doesn't have, didn't get the resources as the big kind of rainmaker before and walking them through that that process of who do you know how can we help you become a partner or now you're a partner and you have to go and get and get business so walking them through that process so so some of your clients are either junior partners or near partners and bigger firms so right now um at our three month mark we have legal marketing teams some of them uh the marketing department where we're coming in on a project base um kind of basis. So we have legal marketing at, at Big Law. And then we do have individual lawyers. Some are um, very experienced, actually. They're like, I just need someone to keep me honest, tell me what to do, and I go on my way. And then we have others where they're trying to become partner. Um, and so it, it really runs the the entire spectrum. And that's sort of the, the beauty between the three of us, right? We have three different skill sets. And there's three different people and we have three different kind of age brackets and we're in three different parts of the country as well. So we nice. can the, do the bigger firms give that kind of business development training support to their uh, partners and soon to be partners? Yes, I mean, they do. And there's just not enough internal resources in the way that if you work for a huge firm where you maybe there's 700 lawyers you maybe you have a marketing department where i was always kind of in i was always in house you'd have 40 people so it doesn't it's not it's not the same amount um across you don't have one to one and that's where i feel like a lot of the value and the benefit come in on working with people to to build their business is one to one because you can have more relationship, you can have a better conversation, you get to really know somebody and then where their challenges are with that particular client. Client, And I guess in a one-to-one -one relationship like that, the lawyer can be more candid and more open and more vulnerable and saying, I just don't get this. I don't know what to do. I'm not good at that, whatever it might be. Exactly. Right. So we've had lots of, you know, we've done Every firm that I've worked at, my, primarily my role was to implement some type of program. So maybe it was an industry approach or a client team program where you have multiple partners from across the firm and different practice groups coalescing around one particular client. And those are really effective approaches, but you could have someone who's part of that team that doesn't really know how to build business. They're not going to raise their hand in front of their peers and say, I don't really know how to do this. 
So right. it's exactly that. Exactly right. that. What do you think are the biggest problems lawyers face today in business development? Mm, oh my gosh. There's a, I mean, I feel for the lawyers, particularly in big law, there's a lot of pressure. There's so much pressure to bring in business, bill your hours. Now there's like work, get in the office. Um, there's mental health issues, right? There's all of that, which is all part of building, building upon how they're supposed to go. And now additionally find time to go in, and build business. I think there's, well, there's a couple of things, but one of the, one of the biggest ones would be barriers to collaboration, which kind of sounds basic. And I think that's part of where we've come to one-to-one, which is like the opposite of, of collaboration. But if, depending on how the firm is structured and how they're being compensated, sometimes that's the, like the opposite of having people being brought together. If you're getting compensated on how much you bring in and not necessarily how much you're sharing, then there's really no incentive for you to collaborate. Um, which is a, can be difficult sometimes when then you're trying to like work together as a team. So I, I think the other thing is that there's an old kind of way of networking that people think they have to do. And the more people I've been talking to lately keep telling me that they're bad at networking. And, and maybe that's true. They just don't know what to say. But I also think that there's this one concept of what people think networking is. So like, I need to go and be a golfer. I've never golfed in my whole life and now I'm a partner and I, I think I need to go and like take up golfing so I can make deals. And well, if, if that's the key to networking, I'm the best I'll play <laughs> golf with anybody anywhere, you know? Right. right. And if that works for you, then that's great. But if that's not your thing, that doesn't mean that's where you need to, to go and, right. and, and play. And so I think they're, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but I've worked with a lot of them and I think it's about a lot of times I've seen lawyers telling me like they want to do it perfectly. They want to build business perfectly. They want to network perfectly. What, what, tell me what to do so I can like check it off specifically. And they have one concept of how to do something. And I think part of our business model is where we're kind of saying we're trying to change the script, right? Stage plan stage, trying to change the script on like doing what feels right for you will feel right for the, your clients and build stronger relationships as you're progressing through your career. Yeah, I think that's so true. I, I did a um, newsletter on networking recently, and I think the trouble is everybody thinks they have to do everything. Right. Um, write, uh, speak, uh, play golf, uh, network, et cetera. And I think the key is for people to do what's natural for them and what they're best at. Yes. You know, if I'm a really good writer, then maybe I should try to write in some journals that are distributed to the industry I work in and, and be seen that way. I don't also have to be a speaker if that's just not my gig. Right. What are your thoughts about that? I 100% agree. And I think that's going to feel more authentic to that person. I mean, that's like a big phrase, everyone being authentic. You got to be authentic, right? It's like a catchphrase right now. And so a lot of people are like, well, I don't know how to do that either. <laughs> like, how do I do that? And, and so I think it's just le leaning into those strengths. It's exact, I a hundred percent agree with what you're saying. If you are someone that doesn't like to speak um, in a large conference room, maybe you do a podcast, right? This is still one-to-one, right. -one, yep. right? Or maybe you take this podcast and you write about it. I don't know, right? There's lots of ways that you can repurpose and it can still be considered a way to put yourself out there. Like 
I'm very personable and um, outgoing, I think, right? I don't really like walking around and handing out business cards. That makes right. me like sweat. Right. <laughs> so I don't do that. You and, talked about kind of the old way of networking and, yeah. and there's kind of a newer way or a better way. What was the old way and what's what's a better way today to network? Oh, I mean, I'm like, I don't know if I'm that old to be able to say, um, <laughs> but I, I, I think that what I fantasize about the old way is like, you have to take people to fancy dinners. You have to be part of, you know, special clubs that are exclusive. Like golfing is a big one um, that I keep hearing kind of women need to golf more. You need to golf and maybe you can, that's fine. But I think where I've seen a lot of success is uh, obviously on LinkedIn. Um, I mean, that's how you and I were connected and posting content, which can also be intimidating, but putting yourself out there in a way that feels comfortable to your strengths. Right. And if that means going to coffees, you know, during the middle of the day, instead of late at night, so you're not missing out time with your family, perhaps, and like lean towards that and find clients and targets and prospects that are receptive to that type of networking as well. Right. I think the key, you know, authenticity may be a buzzword or maybe something we hear a lot, but it's only because it's so important. Yeah. Um, I know when I, I'm a trial lawyer by trade and, and when I began, I'd see lawyers who had all different styles before a jury. And what I learned was the most important thing was to be me, whatever that was. And my style was not a yeller, aggressive kind of a style, which some do very well, but more understated, more um, slightly sarcastic, um, softer tone. And that worked for me. And I think the same is true with networking. We have to know who we are and find our strengths and and go with them. Yeah. And, and find the people who would be attracted to that. And that hopefully will become your clients. Because I think the worst thing is you're going to go after these clients that maybe you're doing activities that you don't like. And now they're your client and you have to deal with them on a regular basis. That's like, that just doesn't lead towards a nice fulfilling life. Um, hopefully you can attract clients and contacts that start to feel like friends and where you feel like you're actually helping them and you're doing activities together. And you're, that's how you start to build these deeper relationships. I hope. You all help lawyers build their book of business. And I've always thought a book of business is so important because it gives the lawyer leverage, um, yeah. gives them really financial security. Is that the main advantage to having a book of business or why is it important for lawyers today to really develop their business? Yeah. I mean, I think it helps them with being able to, it could be portable, right? They can go, maybe they have a little more leverage in the, in the firm or in the market. There's a lot of lateral movement happening right now. Um, a lot of uncertainty and seeing where people are going, particularly at the um, associate level. I've even seen people kind of jumping and that's kind of cooled off from 2020. But I think that gives people more flexibility in the types of projects that they want to work on as well. If they have their own book that they've built, then they can bring in people, hopefully that they like to work with internally um, and really go after different things that, that speak to them. So if you are necessarily... Um, if you if you aren't necessarily having any any business in the firm, then you they may start looking at you as well, right? Like, what are you right. doing? Right. It gives security. It gives freedom, doesn't it? Yes. Absolutely. How do how do you and your team 
help your clients grow their business? Yes. So we have a couple of different service offerings um, and modules, but really it comes down to working with them on who prioritizing, segmenting, and positioning their clients and their relationships. So we might sit down with them and say, okay, what clients do you have? Where are you looking to grow? And then we walk them through this trust point. So we're like touch points that turn into trust journey that maps through different inflection points where we're having them constantly kind of reach out at like various points where they're reaching out and connecting and thinking of their client um, so that they can, we're helping them with those, those like little pieces so that the lawyer can focus on like, we're like doing the lawyer things, right? So we're taking some of that business development burden kind of off of their plate and letting them focus on delivering like the best quality legal product, because that's obviously what it comes down to. You still have to be a great lawyer and that's kind of table stakes. And then you're being asked to do all of these other things. So what we're hoping to do is doing this kind of individual work with them, with their clients and really positioning, figuring out what does the client need? Have you asked them? (laughs) Because sometimes people just don't ask. Have you asked what your client needs? Do you know your client's communication style, which or how they like to collaborate? Do you know their collaboration style? Um, have you done a client feedback session? And these are all things that we can work with them and remind them and provide scripts for them to do at this, at various points of this journey with that one client. Now you can times that, you know, if you have 10 clients, we would do it at times 10. And then you really get to know and understand your client. And that, I feel like that's what it comes down to. People really just want to be heard and understood and feel like their lawyer is on their side. Yeah, so often we don't really, we do the work for the client, but we don't check back and say, you know, how was it? Were you satisfied? Is that what you're looking for? How else can I be of service to you? Mm-hmm. Yes, and we, we've we had a lot of struggles. We've, you know, I've worked in a few firms and so have my partners and it's been, people have been really hesitant to do that kind of feedback. Um, some firms are great at it and those are the firms that usually and typically do better. Um, cause it's not, I think people are worried that they're going to say bad things. And most of the time they don't, <laughs> most of the time it's really helpful and, and, um, informing feedback. That's great. And how has it worked for your clients? Do they feel supported? Do they feel more confident in business development after having worked with you and your team? I think one of the things that that's part of where we like to spend the most time. And that was where we started launch, where we wanted to launch is we really wanted to spend more time with the lawyer and strip away kind of everything else because we kept hearing feedback on our one-to-one sessions when we were in-house particularly. They're like, we got a deal or we got a win. And that was the most, that was one of the most like fulfilling parts of our job. And that type of feedback is what keeps propelling us kind of forward where people said, I did exactly what you said. And it worked. And you're like, yes, that's it, right? Like, that's like no better outcome than that. You know, and I'm, it, it, it's a paid service. The lawyer's comp- compensating you for what you do. Yeah. But there can be such an incredible return on the investment. I know I've used a business coach who told me I should start a podcast. And I laughed. It's like, that's ridiculous. And then I went through all this. I can't do it. And I don't know how to do it. And it's been fantastic. Yeah. And it's really helped me to be seen. And, and so I, I'm getting a great return on my investment with that coach. And that client of yours who got that big client as a result of what you said, 
the return to him or her on the investment with you is geometric. I mean, it was tremendous. And, yeah. and they feel they know what they're doing and, and you feel fulfilled by helping them. Yes, absolutely. Right. It's just, I think that's the part that we, we love the most. And that is really the original question when we were thinking about launching the business. Well, we thought about this almost a year ago. Um, so we had worked for quite, quite some time before we officially launched, but the question was, imagine if we could just do the things that we love to do. Imagine if we just did the one-to-one -one all the time. And I couldn't wrap my head around that at the beginning. And now we're doing it. And it's just, it's amazing. You know, the sense of fulfillment you must feel when that lawyer nabs that client, nab in the right word, but develops yeah. that relationship of trust where that client uh, comes to lawyer and says, I want you to do this work for me, must be so rewarding. Yes. And just to feel now, I mean, there is a little kind of tables of turn, right? We are on the other side um, in a lot of ways where when we were in-house, it didn't matter if the lawyer list, I mean, yes, we wanted them to, but if they didn't, then, you know, whatever, I just moved on to the next, there were 700 of them, I could help someone else. But now um, practicing what we've been teaching and trying to get our own clients, we have even more proof to, to support what we're saying because we are doing the same thing. We are out there building our own book in addition to helping the lawyers build their book. Yeah. And, and the key is for the lawyer who works for you to be coachable and, and, yes. listen. and, and, you know, I assume they do because they're the one, they're the ones who are choosing to use your service and, and they're paying for it. And so they're, they're going to be invested in what happens. And I found when I mentor an attorney, the attorneys who really listen to me and hear what I suggest are the ones who grow and change. And, you know, six months later, they're saying, man, I can't believe how good I feel after where I was six months ago. So I think it's just a wonderful service for the lawyer who's sitting in his or her office today, uh, learning that he or she's expected to bring in this book of business and has no idea what to start before they call you, because that would be the first thing, call me. <laughs> what, are, what other suggestions do you have for that attorney? Mm, don't panic. Um, I think so many start freaking out. Um, I would start really simple if they haven't done anything. I would just start really simple and connecting with people that they might not have talked to in a while, but not to say like, Hey, are you there? Can I have some business? But just to get to know people again and reconnect with people and start kind of at this human, human level, like, Hey, how are you? We've been talked in some time. I'd love to catch up, get a cup of coffee, see what you're working on, see what kind of challenges you have. And then just leave it there, right? Like, not going for a sale at coffee number one. It might not be until coffee number 30, right? Mm -hmm. And so really knowing that it takes a lot of time. Um, so be patient, don't panic, and know that it takes a lot of time, um, which I'm even learned, trying to, you know, wrap my own arms around, like, this takes a long time. <laughs> you know, this takes a long time. Well, that's great. And and for those of you who are listening on uh, May 22nd, I released a podcast on business development and it was yeah. episode 110. And trust me, I'm not the expert. Megan is. Um, I, what I put together was a compilation from what I've heard from other experts, but you may want to listen to that podcast as well. And then 
reach out to Megan and her team. And it was great advice to not panic. You know, I know when I was asked to handle a case in a different area of law that I knew nothing about, I got a workers' comp case and I knew nothing about workers' comp. Workers' comp is pretty easy, actually. But when you don't know anything about it, it's scary. It sounds like a foreign language. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are scared about building your book of business, because you don't know what to do, you don't know how to get started, you don't know where to turn, Megan and her team are the right place because they can really help you understand give you a game plan. You can share your concerns and they can tell you how to build that business, that no like, and trust factor. That's so important with your clients. Yes. Well, thank you. That's really, I'm like so nice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you find most fulfilling professionally, Megan? Oh boy. Um, well, currently I think just having, getting comfortable saying my, that I own my own business is feels pretty good. Um, still feels a little surreal. Um, I love helping people. I love when they're like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted. That feels really good. Um, I don't know if that's just like the overachiever in me um, where I just want to have people feel, you know, good and happy about the work that I've provided to them, but, and having people win, whatever winning looks like. So winning can look very different depending on what that, that goal is. So helping people win to whatever goal they've set out. Well, I think um, one of the keys to winning is clarity. Uh, mm -hmm. So often we just don't know where we are. We don't know where we want to be. We don't know what winning looks like for us. We don't know how to win. And you all can help them achieve clarity in this er a really crucial area of business development. Yes, I think clarity is real. That's really, yeah, that's really insightful and really important in knowing what it is that they want. Um, I mean, and part of where we were saying, where I said at the beginning, where our sweet spot is, you know, helping younger or junior or people who just become partners because they're coachable and they, they're willing and they have their eyes kind of set on like, I want to be partner or now I need to get business. And it's very specific. And we have this plan where we can work together. Um, and so I think that's probably why I enjoy that part so much because we're both very clear on what they want and how to get there, we hope. <laughs> well, I think so often a, a lot of lawyers in a lot of different firms um, get a job, they're making good money. And all of a sudden they realize, is this what I really want? Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is stepping back and seeing what you really want. And then once they figure that out, you can help them achieve that goal. Because, you know, we, we often think I could be a great lawyer. I could build a lot of hours. I could be incredibly successful. But when all is said and done, that doesn't matter a whole lot to the firm because that could be replaced. Right. They're looking for the person who brings in the business because it's, it is a business and they need they need clients and, and money and profits. And, and that's where you all can really help. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it can be big firm, small firm, um, doesn't need to be just big law. Um, Megan, I call this podcast the free lawyer yeah. because to me, it's all about how we as professionals can build a true personal freedom in our life. And kind of as an aside, I'll say to the audience, I, I had a connect call with Megan a couple months ago when she was just getting started in this business. And I sensed in her a real sense of freedom mm. because she was now following her dream and charting her path along with her two partners and building you know, her own business of her dreams. But, but to you, what does true personal freedom mean to you, Megan? Oof, I feel like that's so heavy. <laughs> that's like uh, heavy, could be a heavy <laughs> question. Um, I think time. For me, I think per personal freedom is time um, and and the time to to do the types of projects that I want to work on, the types of project, the type of time to do things with my family, um, 
where I'm spending my time, who I'm spending my time with. Um, so, you know, my business partners are, uh, I don't think I've said their names yet. So Kathleen Hilton and, and Jennifer Ramsey, we worked together for six years and now we're so much time together that we've decided to launch our own business. So, and I think time fits really nicely into the the world of a lawyer, right? I mean, some firms are billing in six minute intervals or six and a half minute intervals and just knowing what to do with that time and how you want to use that time. So time. How we use our time is so important. And, um, you know, often we, we, we think of ourselves as being a victim of time. I don't know how yeah. often people say, I don't have enough time. I wish I had the time to do it. I'd like to, but I don't have time. And what I, what I've come to realize is time is really a gift. And, and we can choose to use it any way we want. And we can use it with purpose and, and for what, what we want. And that's what you're doing now. You're using your time with purpose to do what you dream of. And that's what each and every one of us can do. So I think that's really a great, great thought. Megan, I'm sure there are a lot of folks who like to get in touch with you and stage and, and help to grow their own book of business and really get expert advice on how to do that one-on-one. Um, how can people reach out to you? Yes. Contact us. Um, so we have a website, of course. It's um, stage.guide, so not .com. So it's www.stage.guide. We have a LinkedIn company page. You can connect with us individually on LinkedIn. Um, we're also on Instagram at Stage Marketing Women. Um, like we're post, we post quite a bit. We also put out a playlist every week from our LinkedIn page just uh, for fun because we can. And last week we did an entire playlist about lawyers. There's enough songs <laughs> that have the word lawyer or I am a lawyer or something Very that there cool. was a playlist for it. Very cool. Yes. Megan, I want to thank you for your time today. You, you and your team are really experts in business development. And for all of you who are listening, I really encourage you to reach out to Megan. I'm sure she'd be happy to chat with you kind of as, as a courtesy to see where you are, yeah. to see if they can be of any help and, and really, um, Get the guidance so you're not so unclear and unsure and confused. You can really have clarity about what you want to do and how to achieve it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Well, Megan, thank you so much for joining us here today. We really, really appreciate you. And to all of our audience, thank you as well. Um, as always, please be well, be safe, and be free. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Free Lawyer Podcast. Wherever you are listening, if you enjoyed what I shared, please leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate hearing more about what you like best and what topics you might like me to cover in future episodes. If you are interested in experiencing a more fulfilling and a more successful life, please contact me at www.garymiles.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me so I can learn more about you, your challenges, and your dreams. I appreciate each and every one of you and have a great rest of your day. Thanks to all of you for your support.